Hello, Fempreneurs. Today's episode is another one of those super inspiring stories about women who partnered up, saw a need, and built a business to fill that need. And this business that you're gonna learn about in today's episode is serving moms and moms-to-be and new moms, specifically those who are coming back into a career after taking some time off to have a little one and are having trouble with getting back to work because their life, let's be honest, has changed drastically after having a baby. So these two women experienced this firsthand and also watched a lot of mistakes being made around them and saw so clearly how things could be so much better if if they (laughs) took the bull by the horns and built systems and um, yeah, and just rolled them out in a really strategic way. And that's what they've done with the Debut Co. So you're gonna learn all about that today. Let's dive in. What is the Debut Co and why did you start it? Well, such a good question, Lindsay. Um, the Debut Co is really on a mission to reimagine the return to work experience for new mothers. Um, as you mentioned, um, my co-founder, Safina, and I um, really came up with this idea through our own lived experiences. We had our babies and then we did the mat leave. And then when we returned back to office, we found ourselves caught in this crucial identity shift where we were no longer a working woman and we were no longer just a mother. We were a working mother. And it was a a difficult transition for, for both of us in different ways. And And we found that in talking with other women, we weren't alone in this. Um, And it's something that's so often not spoken about around this transition. The focus is usually on postpartum and motherhood and that transition. Whereas if you get organizations and you support mothers during this crucial time, you'll find that women are more willing to stay in the workforce um, and that women feel better when they go back to work because it has such an impact on organizations and it has such an impact on your own family as well. Right. So you're supporting these women through, you know, building new structure in their lives, finding um, new solutions to problems. Like what are some of the tactical sort of steps you're helping these women through? Great question. Um, So we've designed and what, what we're offering is a comprehensive program which examines each stage of the maternity journey. So it starts when you're pregnant um, and you're, you're still working. Like what are the shifts that you're going through at this time? Um, what are your values? What, what do you love about your life? What do you not want to change? Um, and then carries through to motherhood. What, what feels different now? Um, and then through again, through to when you return to work. So really looking at your whole mindset shift So when you come back to work, it's not such a significant transition or a shock to the system in a sense. And we also offer um, workshops for organizations to help educate, um, educate leaders on this significant transition that women are going through. Because so often it takes a village. Um, I guess we often speak about the village that that it requires to raise children. But so often um, leaders and organizations don't really understand what's required um, in this day for families to be really successful and what's required for mothers. Um, So really helping organizations partner in women's success as well. 
Awesome. Do you have any personal stories, maybe a personal story from someone who's, you know, been in one of your programs or maybe a story from Safina's life of why you started this organization? Maybe something that happened to you that you were like, oh my gosh, I don't want that to happen to any mother. I want to help. I want to help. I want to prevent that. Like any kind of story like that that you can share? You know, it's so funny. I feel like everyone has a story. (laughs) I feel like everyone has their own little anecdote, but I can definitely share mine. Um, so I, it's, it's part of one of the reasons why we started the debut. So I had returned back to work. Um, I was still very focused on my career. Um, I was still very interested, um, in progressing in that area of my life, but I, I felt, um, like I wasn't able to, to, um, work at the same hours that I was previously. And I found it really difficult to articulate, um, that change to my leaders. Um, and then I found myself like missing my baby, like, like missing things. And, and I felt, um, caught very much between two worlds and it led me to become quite burnt out. And it was because I wasn't able to articulate this to my husband or to my leader. And it, I felt like I, I had to quit. And so I went to my, to my leader and I said, I don't think this is working. And they actually sat me down and said, like, how can we make this better? And it truly had never occurred to me to have that conversation, to find a balance between the two. I felt like I had to leave. And I know so many women who have felt the same way and it doesn't have to be that way, but it requires a partnership. So I found that through empathetic leadership um, with with my organization, we were able to come up with a solution that I was able to strike that balance, which which honestly was not, not something I expected. So I think more mm-hmm. often than not, people want to work together on these things, but it requires um, different tools and an understanding of, of what that transition is to be able to fully articulate it. Wow. So you've built like a whole program around this, a whole like seven step, 10 step system. Like, do you want to kind of give us an overview of the progress? Like say I come to you and I've heard, well, I actually did hear about you guys from my next door neighbor, Tanya. She was the one that recommended I interview you because she thought what you are both doing is so, so cool. Um, You know, say I'm pregnant and I'm like, you know, working at, you know, crazy long hours and my career is only going to keep going like this. And I come to you like what what's kind of an overview of what you would take me through? Is there some group stuff or is it all one on one or what, what does it look like? Such a great question. So we have um, a few different work streams that we offer through our program. Um, so we offer um, self-guided um, instruction based on three modules. So there's really the self module, the motherhood module, and then what we call the debut, your debut as a working woman, um, and your final entry, I guess, back to the workforce. Um, And each one examines um, your values, um, what you're believing about motherhood. Um, It it unpacks different tools around um, maternal bias and how unconscious bias lives within all of us. Um, how to have hard conversations with your husband or your partner or um, your leader. So there's all these different things that we address in each module. And we also offer as part of it um, biweekly coaching calls where all of the women who are in the program and going through it um, can 
can lean into each other because I think what we've realized through all of this is that we're not alone. <laughs> everyone, everyone right. can relate to all of this um, really, like really closely. I think while everyone's situation is so unique and individual, and um, we really want to build up that community through that shared coaching experience. So there's the self-guided part of it, but there's also the group aspect, which is which is so vital. Yes. Cool. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. Um, I really knew very little about you. I, I definitely browsed through the website briefly before I used the contact button and reached out to you ladies, but this is just really helpful. So now I want to speak to fempreneurs. I want you to speak to fempreneurs around you, you bravely took something that happened in your life that was probably kind of not fun and you've turned it into this amazing organization and way to serve women. How did you go from idea to the debut co being a real thing? Like take us through some of the steps, some of the things you did that were essential or maybe really hard or maybe even really easy. Like just tell us more of the business building story. Absolutely. Um, well, I think it's important to recognize that Safina and I were both really passionate about this idea um, and felt like it, like that we really had something here. Um, and so we're both busy moms <laughs> and we both started this while working full time as well. So I think it took a little bit of dedication um, and commitment around um, like just carving out the time and, and staying accountable to each other to sort of like build those, those building blocks for success and also being gentle on each other because it's, it's, it's not easy to do this um, off the side of your desk in a sense. But um, I think we had that, that shared commitment towards this cause and also just taking chances, just trying out different things, having different conversations with people um, and then seeing how people are receptive to this idea. It's been so amazing to see that. Um, and I think that that has really fueled us, but it's just been, yeah, a day by day, month by month sort of situation. We launched in March, which has been really great, um, but it's it's been a beautiful journey, but also <laughs> not easy at times as well, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for being honest and I want you to do more of that here. So. Um, so you launched in March from when would you say you had started kind of when this idea had started percolating and you and Safina had started dreaming and planning when, how long did it take from that point to, to March approximately? We started, uh, I wish Safina was here to keep me honest. I think it was around August. We okay. started brainstorming and, um, yeah, just building, I, it really started, I would say, building the idea around August and having a lot of brainstorming around what this could be about. Um, and then from there, we built out, um, I would say, like a one pager sheet to talk to different businesses about this idea to see if it would some is something that would resonate. Because I think a key part of what we're trying to offer is um, to help organizations close that gap um, for women opting out of their careers at this crucial time. Like, I think mm -hmm. they have a vested interest in, in helping support women. So we just started talking to different organizations to see if it would resonate and then building out the program from there. 
So you really did a ton of market research in that six, seven months, and you were really you boots on the ground going in and talking to these, these organizations, companies, and getting their feedback on what they would want the program to look like. Is that what, kind of what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are their pain points? Like, why, why is this important to them? Um, I think, of course, like this, like this program is geared towards women, but we also are very interested in, in how organizations are receptive to it as well. So it can be a win-win for everybody, for, for all people involved. So I think it's been a bit um, of toggling between that motherhood experience and then also what organizations um, are interested in um, getting out of it as well. Okay. Wow, that's so great. So yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about marketing because you've already, you've just, you know, you've shared that your marketing was very much old school in the sense of like, you were going in and talking to people, you were picking up the phone, you're probably sending some emails, you were reaching out to maybe some contacts you hadn't talked to in a while, and you were having meetings, you were doing things very um, organically. So is there anything um, that you learned through that process? Is there any sort of tips and tricks regarding that style of marketing that you'd like to share with them printers or a story even? Yeah, for sure. I think one thing that really stands out is that we learned early on that we wanted to partner with organizations who get it, who understand the need for something like this. Like we didn't want to spend our time educating organizations about why this is important. And we've found in, in, in talking to people, there are so many organizations that say, yes, this is so needed. And those are the people we want to work mm -hmm. with. Really those purpose-driven companies who understand the need, um, because I think it can be a bit exhausting. And of course, necessary trying to educate people on your business idea. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you really want to work with the people who are excited to work with you as well. I think that that is so important. <clears throat> Yeah, that is a really great marketing tip. I was just having a conversation with a femme before we hopped on and, you know, I was asking her about her evolution in marketing herself and, in, you know, going out and, and gathering clients. And she said she's definitely um, went from that phase of like wanting to serve everyone and feeling like she can't niche down too much or she'll or she'll be closing the door in some people's faces to being where she is now and being like, no, I need to close the door in a lot of faces because those aren't my people. And 100%. I love how you said it. Like you don't need to convert people who are just not there. You need to move on and really find the easy wins at least for a while. Because I think a lot of those people who say no because they don't get it or they don't see the need for it, they'll, they're still watching. And it's not that you're closing the door forever. You're just saying you're not for me right now because I don't have the time to take you from where you are to where you would need to be. But keep in touch, you know, follow me on Instagram or whatever, right? Yes. Great. Yes, I think too as a new business owner, there's so many challenges and hills to climb in so many other areas. Like the one thing, like be like work with the people who get it. Like those are the people you want to focus on and offer them such an amazing experience that it just spreads. Yeah, and I think we're doing them a disservice by trying hard to serve everyone and by not knowing who we're serving. We're not helping as many people that way because think of all the time you you two would have wasted if you kept beating 
you know, I don't want to say beating the dead horses, but it's one of the sayings I use. But like, you know, if you wouldn't have just like been like, okay, no, you're not a fit and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on. Like imagine all the time you would have wasted if you would have tried to convert everyone to believers, you know? Exactly. I think that's too, cool. one other thing that just popped in my head that is important to share is um, we didn't finish our product until after we've had like had so many different conversations like we really kind of got out there first um before spending a lot of time building out our program just to have conversations with people and get other ideas and different perspectives so we felt like when we created something it was something that was really a product market fit I guess in a sense um really serving the people that really need it yeah. Oh, this is so great. I, I don't talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who really nail that phase before they launch, who really, you know, bravely go out and talk about what they're building or what they want to build and ask for people to help them with it. I think what most entrepreneurs do is they build something and they put like, I've totally done this and they put like, you know, 20, 40 hours into building something and then they launch it, but it's not necessarily positioned right or built right or the title's wrong but there was no ask for feedback through that whole process Mm -hmm. and I learned the hard way to do you know what you guys have done and go out and get the feedback and get them to help you build it like be brave enough to talk about what you're trying to do I think before it's even done I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in the oh but it's not ready yet so I can't even tell people that I'm building it you know yeah, totally. For you. No, I, I have to give credit to my business partner, Safina, because she is like was pushing us to have these conversations. And I felt like, we're not ready. We're not ready. But you'll never be ready. And it's actually served us so well, because we've been able to really adapt and evolve without having invested too much into it. So I think it's really, really served us to be honest. Yeah, she looks like a, a serious powerhouse based on what I can see from <laughs> her on the website. Like, hundred <laughs> percent. She looks like she's a she's a brave, courageous woman. Um, so she, I also love her really cute bracelets in her picture. <laughs> the like the bracelets that she's wearing. Um, everyone who's um, listening, watching right now needs to go to the debutco.com to to read up a little bit more on Safina and Erin. So. It looks like Safina has quite a bit of leadership experience. So starting a company as you two have looks like it was kind of in her wheelhouse. What about you? What's your story? Is this the first time you've started a business? Have you have you done this kind of thing before? Like what's your fempreneur story? <laughs> yeah, for sure. My background is in corporate communications. So Safina and I actually worked together. We were colleagues. Um And then we both lived abroad together at the same time. So we both um, worked in Paris for a couple of years, which really brought us closer together. Um, And then upon my return um, back to Canada, um, I've worked at um, hyper growth fintech startups. I've worked in design and consulting. Um, So it's really been a beautiful uh, mishmash of my skill set that has helped build the debut co as well. Um, but this is definitely the first time that we've, I've personally started a business. So it's been really, really exciting and really fun. Um, and has felt really like a great fit for, for what, what we're trying to do. So it's been fun. Right on. So what would you tell your 10 year younger self? Um, 
not to take yourself so seriously. <laughs> Just like try different things and relax a bit. And of course, the best is yet to come. It's just getting started. So, but yes, definitely not to take yourself so seriously and just relax. No one cares what you think. Like you, you shouldn't care what people think about you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's really, really good advice. Um, so yeah, back to what you guys, what you ladies, you guys, what you ladies do for in your business at the debut co, um, what are you actually offering right now? Like if someone, you know, went to the website, what are they doing to say, yes, please, I want in on this. Like, how does that actually work? Like what, what's the first step to getting into this program? Absolutely. If they, if you go to the debutco.com, um, you're able to add yourself to the waitlist for our program. Um, whether you're an organization um, or a mother, there's there's two different entry points. You can you can do it either way. Um, yeah. If you think that your organization would be interested in offering this to employees, like please fill out um, the form on our website, and we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Um, and then we awesome. also have a podcast ourselves um, where we awesome. interview um, health and wellness experts, um, different, different people that are part of our collective, um, to really have real conversations about what it means to be a working mom in the world today. So we need wow. to have you on too, Lindsay. It's been such a great conversation today. We totally appreciate the invitation. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'd love to, um, I'd love to talk on your podcast about some of the things that I've learned. I, it's interesting. I feel like a lot of moms, um, go through this phase of like extreme guilt about working on like for me it's it's business right I'm working on my own business I'm working with my clients I'm I'm kind of deciding how that looks and I've always leaned I think a little more in like the tough love kind of realm with my son who's now 16 um I I believe that it's really good for our kids to see us working and for our kids to know that um that we're working on something specific and that results in, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Like I've always really felt that, that a lot of moms and even dads say things like mommy's working or daddy's working, but kids don't know what that means. They don't really know what you're doing and they don't really understand that you're changing lives. Like you're helping people with stuff that's making their lives better. And these kids should know that. So I think it's, um, it's really neat, I think, too, for for you know young moms who are in the workforce, not necessarily self-employed or entrepreneurs, but for them to do the same thing and to to find some sort of balance. And I'm really interested to know more about your actual program and and how it actually works. And I hope that people watching this today who know maybe some you know some big bosses at some big companies in Calgary will get in touch with Aaron and Safina and find out how. Um, they can be using this program to better their workforce specifically for the moms. So yeah, thank you for coming on and sharing. And I would love to, yeah, speak with you again sometime. You know, you're, you're a pretty new business. I think it'd be really cool to have you back in six or 12 months and get you to update us on what you've been up to and what's happened in your world at the debut co. Yes, we would love that for sure. For sure. Awesome. Thank awesome. You so well, much. Thank you so much. Have, have a great day, Erin. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Lindsay. Hey, Fempreneurs, before you take off, I just want to leave you with a couple thoughts. 
I don't want you to feel like you have to know all of the right people and you have to be super well connected to make your business a success because that's simply not true. And the reason that's not true is Instagram. Instagram is one of the most powerful free ways to connect you with the people who are going to refer business to you, who are going to hire you, um, who are going to interview you like I interviewed Aaron today. Um, So as long as you are putting yourself out there on Instagram with a clear message, a powerful message, that message that comes from your heart and your passion to serve, if you do that, you are going to find success. You're going to meet the right people. The right clients are going to come your way. Um, I am super excited that you learned about Aaron and Safina's strategy um, and how they built their business. I think it's so cool how they, you know, they went out and they found the people that that needed what they had to offer, and they made sure that those people had input into how they built it. But that might not be a reality for you for whatever reason right now. So I want to make sure that you know that if you don't have people like that to contact or you don't feel like you have people like that to help you build your business or even get ready to launch your business, you can still use the tools and strategies available for free at yycfemprinters.com. And if you want to take your Instagram marketing up one more level, maybe five to 10 more levels, depending on how hard you're willing to work, um, definitely check out Femprinter Marketing School. All right. I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you real soon. Bye for now.